Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the I Am Well podcast. How are you guys doing? How am I doing? I'm doing fine and I hope you guys are doing the same. When compared to last week, obviously, that was a very low bottom for me and uh, the only way is up, you know, after that. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are selling well. The, uh, the pandemic has been extended for workers in the UK, uh, which is fortunate for me because that means I have more time. Uh, working on my essay, but unfortunately, because it also increases the possibilities of me losing my job. What a wonderful life! What a wonderful life! What a lucky life! What a blessed life! This balance, this fucking balance. On the one hand, I'm, I'm, I have more time to work on my essay, which is due on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Uh, and on the other hand, I might get fired. Very high potential. So, you know, you can't, you can't have both. In terms of good or bad. Some, no, you can have both in terms of bad. Life is like that. But you can't have both in terms of good. Like, two good things. I start to doubt myself. When two good things happen, man, I start to doubt myself. Like, what the fuck is going on? When, when is it all going to fuck up, man? Sorry. I'm a minor burp there. I'm far. I'm only human. My bowel movements. And all that shit, son. Um, yeah. When two good things happen, I kind of distrust things. You know, when everything's organized, everything's sorted out. Oh, my God. Everything's going smooth. Everything's like, shh, like butter. I, I, I like, when's, when's, when, should I just force myself into anxiety already? Because I know it's going to happen. Might as well warm it up. That's what happens to me when I uh, realize that shit's going too well, you know? Um but that's life, you know. That's that's. I think that's an issue with how I was raised or something. Who knows? Who knows? You know, just a certain sense of oh, I'm never gonna get this because of studies, and I'm never gonna get this because uh, they can't afford it. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. But usually, the case is when things are going too well, I am very scared of the inevitable fail, you know, and. Uh, but comedy sort of made failing consistently pretty good. <laughs> you know, comedy part of it is just you've got to fail a lot. So I'm guessing I've kind of been accustomed to failure. It's more like, eh, fuck it, it happened. It's, it, I know it's coming either way when I perform every night. When I perform most of the time and every now and then maybe it works, you know. So yeah, that's just that's just stand-up for you, really. Um I if I can have today. Oh man, I've just I woke up at ten, then spent an hour on my phone, meditated. Fucking, but I need to stop this phone addiction bullshit. Maybe I need to charge it outside my room. But then again, I'm using it as my alarm because I can't be asked to adjust the fucking roof alarm. Despite the fact that it only takes a couple of buttons, um, but I just can't be out. So I just go on my phone, watch some YouTube, watch some porn before I sleep, jack off before I sleep. Those two link, if you haven't connected them, if you did connect them, congratulations, you're a world-class chess player. Um, you're a world-class problem solver. Um, and then just set up the timer and go to bed. Uh, it's, that's that's just uh, how it rolls for me at night time, Jack. I put a lot of porn. I, get, I, just, I, just, I, I just searched up sister now because apparently that's just the best shit for my current day and age. Like, I know it's bad, but I, I, I was like, you know, don't, I don't want to go through, because the tie was enticing as well, and usually the best ones are the stepsister ones, so I just said stepsister and, like, big ass in between, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, 
Um, do you do you just search sepsis and roll with it? You know, am I the only one who does that? Let's hope I'm not the only one who does that. Not because I'm attracted to someone fucking a stepsister. That's fucked up. Maybe psychologically I'm attracted to it. Maybe there's some Freudian shit. You know, that's why all the pornos are like stepsister, stepmom, because you men secretly want to apparently to Freud men secretly want to fuck their mothers and sisters. Maybe. Uh, I highly doubt it because Freud has been proven wrong many times. But maybe. I don't know. The thing is, I say Freud has been proven wrong many times, but I don't know what he's been proven wrong for. <laughs> so maybe this is one of the things he got truth for on it. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's that. But I, I just search it up. I, I used to just be like big around us, but now I guess I saw just in the stepsister bullshit. However, there are there are some interesting ones, so it's always nice to just go on the big ass category. Um yeah, porn categories. What a great way to start a podcast. Um Yeah, woke up at ten, stay for an hour, meditated, had some breakfast. Oh my I made the most beautiful sort of like you know when you make scrambled eggs and like it's just scrambled? Well yeah, this was scrambled, but it had some like artsy sort of way to the how the curds formulated and it just made me smile just like simple things man the, the way the curds because i like them in large curds um but the way the curds and the scrambled eggs sort of melded together and formulated it was just beautiful to watch i was like man that's a fucking piece of art that's a mission starship uh it was totally not purposeful so it pissed me off because i don't think i'll be able to replicate that shit again but we'll try we'll see we'll see <laughs> i don't know why i did that laugh but i just had to i just it just came in the mood you know expression of self that's what this podcast is expression of fucking self so like it was just a beautiful bowl like i put my scrambled eggs in a bowl because it keeps the heat together but i put a toast on the bottom and all that it's weird but it works for me leave me the fuck alone don't judge me actually judge me but i, I won't be able to hear it and uh, neither of you guys message me or yeah, yeah, yeah i don't care um say so, uh, judge me as much as you want i'll put it in a fucking bowl um again with the scrambled eggs you see we know you're fucking but this time it's 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 special like the way like i wish i took a picture of it but I'm like anti this fucking performance bullshit on Instagram. Like, oh, fuck you, I ain't performing for you. I only perform on stage. So uh, I'm disgusted by this performer bullshit on Instagram where it's like, oh, everybody shan't perform through their pictures. And I'm like, it's, it's, this podcast is a form of performance, but this, uh, this is the only thing that I just perform with consistently uh, alongside of a stand up. Uh, which hasn't been consistent, given the fucking recent situations. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, melting inside, but I'm alive for you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, life's good, life's good. Uh, um, so, this has been the only constant in my life. We've been, we've been, we've been together for around, uh, just 27 episodes. So how many weeks is that? 27 weeks? Uh, wow! Almost half a year, guys. Kudos to you for staying over my inconsistent episodic bullshit. 
Uh, one time is 40, one time is 25, and sometimes it's funny, sometimes the 40 is funnier than the 25, and sometimes the 25 is funnier than the 40, and sometimes none of it is funny at all. Three episodes goes in and it's just boring. This guy is so inconsistent, his battery is fucking loose. Yeah, I know, I know, I know my, my podcast isn't that good. Uh, but who cares? I'll, 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 the reason why I enjoy doing it is because I just don't have to work on it. It's just me chatting. You know, that's why I like this podcast. Um, I, I, by saying I know it's not very good, I know it's not like high quality. Fucking, ooh, fucking, I don't put effort into it. That's what I'm trying to say. If I put effort into it, granted, it, you, you guys will have more enjoyment. But this, this is purely selfish reasons, which is the wrong thing because you need to have, you need to not have an ego for a podcast, but. Okay, this if I become a good comic, this podcast will rise up anyway. Who cares? Like, who cares? And if it doesn't, I'm just enjoying it purely for self uh, reasons. And uh, the idea of growth, and this is fucking impossible unless I start doing videos. And that shit is too expensive. I can't, I can't fucking record videos um, because I share a room with my little brother. There's no area to situate the fucking cameras, so it's a fucking dynamo. Uh, but who cares? Listen, just be consistent with it and uh, enjoy it. And uh, I just enjoy it. Fuck you. I'm taking. I'm taking the route with that filmmakers were like. Well, Steven Spielberg is like. Ah, oh, well, he make. He used to make movies for the audience, but no, I make. I make this for my. Whereas someone like Martin Scorsese or, or, or Ridley Scott makes it for himself to see. And, uh, I'm taking that approach to podcast bitches. I can do what the fuck I want. Quentin Tarantino does that. Don't argue with me. Um, anyways, back to this fucking... What, yeah, this podcast. If you listen, you're consistent. If you're one of those consistent listeners, congrats. I actually love you. Like, there's like a consistency of five usually per episode and it fluctuates uh, up and down, but it never goes below five, which is always great. Yeah, I fucking love it. And I love, I love that five and I love the people that are just coming, you know? So, um, yeah, this is just me talking about the podcast's uh, performance, which is not a good idea because it lowers the confidence uh, between me and you guys uh, from your perspective. But who cares? Who cares? Honesty. I don't even know. Listen, the motto of this, I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth in the next five seconds. Speaking of which, I know what's going to come out of my mouth in the next five seconds only because I thought of it five seconds ago. So that rule may be wrong, maybe 25 seconds, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, breakfast. And then I, I made my... Uh, my dad came back from Turkey after you know, visiting uh, the uh, children of the uncle that died. So his uh, his kin, um, his nephews, nephews and nieces. Is that how it is? Uh, yeah, nephews and nieces. And... Uh, I decided to watch the last episode of Mandalorian with him again because, um, why would you not rewatch that? And uh, he fucking loved it. He actually knew who Luke Skywalker was, which is fucking surprising. My mom didn't know who Luke Skywalker was because, um, she speaks Arabic. And, uh, I'm not saying that that's an inferiority, but I'm just saying that she speaks Arabic and uh, Luke speaks English. Uh, so, yeah. Why are you saying Star Wars is big in the Arabic countries, you goddamn dumbass? No, no, no. I'm talking about, like, Saddam Hussein, Iraq. Saddam Hussein's favorite movie was The Godfather. No way Star Wars would have became... 
pig in the bath party, fam. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. What do you mean? The Dubai? This is Dubai we're talking about. We're talking about Iraq, man. Fucking. More people were busy trying to. They were living Star Wars. I'll tell you that. Rebellions and all that shit. Although, surprisingly, my dad, before like the whole Saddam Hussein regime, saw Superman 2 in the cinema as a young child, which is very, you know, interesting to see. So I'm pretty sure he saw Star Wars. But the women were subjugated and said to be at home and not go out while the men frolic and drink and smoke and do whatever they want in Iraq. So, yeah, that's the, that's the reality in, in, in the, the Iraqi world back in the, the, those days and still to this day. Uh, unless you want to be a whore. Uh, Iraqi whores are like normal women. In, in Europe, man. So, oh my god, she went to the cinema and she hung out with her male friends. Oh my god. Like, she's a slut. She has male friends. <laughs> what a whore. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, Fatima, you're really fucking right about it. She's a fucking whore. I know, I, I know, Bushra, I know. I know Busha. She has male friends. I wouldn't even dare talk to a male unless he's going to be my husband. That's right, Fatima. You're fucking right. I know Busha. I know. She's such a whore. And guess what movie she saw? Superman 2 with her male friends. My God. Is she is she a lesbian? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, Busher, maybe. I know she might be. I, I fucking mixed up the names. But I, that's, just, that's just the way the situation is back there. Oh, man, I listened to the Harry and Meghan podcast. Uh, and, uh, boy, their voices together are so fucking sexy. Oh, my goodness. Just, oh, man, it's just music to my ears. Honestly. It, it, full on, their voices are too fucking sexy. Meghan and Markle... Uh, Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry, their voices are beautiful. Prince Harry has it doesn't have like Prince Harry doesn't have like that posh accent from the Crown that his father had. You know Philip Montbatten and uh, the Crown, and uh, it's a rather big issue. You know, uh, I do believe that certain precautions should be taken. <laughs> That's all Crown saw chit chat and wick quack. There's uh, a wick quack even words. I just, I just search for something that rhymes with chit chat. Um, no, he's like, well, you know, he's, uh, he's got like a very raspy voice. It's still like a very formal, but it's not like posh in terms of, I do not know, I do not care. It's not, it's like, you know, and, uh, and basically throughout the situations, that's how his voice is. And it's fucking beautiful. It's, it's actually beautiful. And Meg Markoff, I have a, an affinity for women with that American accent. Um, the Calif- not like the California accent, something like, um... I don't know, there's something like a standard American accent. Maybe it's the Californian one. I don't know. People, please. Actually, I think it's Californian. I fucking love the Californian accent because it just sounds like the basic English. But I also love this, like, the southern. Nah, thanks, style. Is that southern? You know, that sort of, that sort of accent. That's fucking beautiful. Oh, man. When I see, when I, when I serve American customers, oh, man. It's, it's probably, it gives me such a joy to hear that accent. And if it's an attractive American customer which is rare, no offense, but rare. 
I rarely see an attractive American customer. But when it does happen, it's usually a male, um, which is fine by me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, gay, but you know, it's just good to see attractive people. They bring you happiness. People wearing nice suits. People wearing colorful suits. Like I saw a guy on the train after work wearing. Uh, I don't know if I spoke about this in previous books, but I saw a guy after train, uh, uh, well, after work on the train that's nearby my house. I'm like exhausted, so it's the last train, and then I'm just gonna walk back home. Or t- I think I walked that day. I didn't take the bus because it's only like 15 minutes. There's no point in spending the money. And I saw him. It was on a Sunday church. It was this black guy, fucking Florida skin, and he had a, he had a fucking. I'm not saying like he's black. I'm listen. I'm not racist, I'm just describing the image. And he had like a red velvet blazer along with a white sort of white cotton trousers with Gucci uh, loafers. Uh, And I don't know, he had like a really matching tie for it and a white shirt. And I was like, yo, dress like that every day, man. I was looking at him. I was looking at him like in the most, like he would have thought I was racist if I hadn't said, oh, dress like that every day, man. Because uh, I, I... the way I was looking at him I was like, oh my god, this this guy is beautiful. And he just sat there. He's like a he's like that flower among a fucking a, a mediocre background, you know? Like he's like, you get what I mean? He was like that to me, and I was like, oh my god, he's shining, he's glowing in my mind, but he's not really glowing in real life. Maybe because of his flawless skin, he's like his skin is glowing. But like, you get what I mean? You get what I mean, right? Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh my god, thank you." The way the way he even replied was in tune with what he was wearing. It wasn't like, "Oh, I got." A, it wasn't like, "Man, I got a way to go to church." Or no, the way he replied was like perfect. His personality I had in my head for what he was wearing, and it was perfect. He's like, "Oh, thank you," and he just said it in like the most felt like felt like he was some African prince or something. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. And that made my day. Shit like that makes my day. Anyways, where, where, where the fuck were we? Um, American customers. Uh, what, we went from fucking Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We went through a whole fucking tangent. This started out with the Mandalorian. Then I talked about how fucking... Damn, son. How fucking... How, like... Mother's my mother was treating in Iraq. Damn, this was a whole fucking tangent. Have you enjoyed it? Um, so Mandalorian, uh, watch that and then uh, watch the um, there was a 1.5 million chess tournament. Yeah, I've been getting too much into this chess bullshit, uh, even though I uh, resigned a lot because I uh, thought of that trick would work and then it didn't work, so I just quit, uh, which is not good because it affects my score on chess.com. Uh, yeah, damn right, chess.com. I'm, I'm, I'm even a premium member, bro. So I'm not a premium member, I'm the lower to that. I'm like the fucking diamond star or something. I don't know what the fuck it's called. So, But I get unlimited puzzles, so I'm cool. Um, Just for solving puzzles and that, which really help, actually. Uh, very, they're mostly endgame puzzles, so it's, it's kind of cool to get endgame puzzles. I might want to do mid-game puzzles, but yeah, I've been, Watch, I was watching a stream the the day before of a 1.5 million chess tournament and each player did like two 
two matches and then the second half is the other two and then the winner overall gets to qualify and the other one gets knocked out, you know. And uh, my favorite player, Hikaru Nakamura, uh, got kicked out because of obviously the sleeping schedule of the tournament. Like you had to wake up to play chess at four in American time. I don't even study. I didn't even study today until it was four. <laughs> I fucking play chess. Get the fuck out of here. And I watched that, and there was a giveaway for um, helping reduce the famine in in a, in, a, um, in several African countries. And the, the reason behind that is to uh, sort of lobby uh, the politicians over there because of the policies that they take. Um, I would give you more detail, but uh, because I'm studying something similar to this, and the essay that I'm working on is relying on this, but most of these are developing countries that rely on something that's called whereby no developing countries that are have become somewhat of a autocracy and they need to uh, benefit the uh, higher classes because because despite the the massive economic disparity they still need to benefit the higher classes because those are the people that could keep them in power but in a, in a sort of safe, forgiven world, it should be more towards the median voter would be in the lower classes mod, model, and they would promise uh, programmatic uh, cross-country uh, sort of support for for people over there. But maybe that's one of the reasons. I, I don't know the study, but programmatic by saying like welfare and national health and and uh, you know all that stuff, and also policy-wise increases of tax. Um, more public expenditures and yeah, all that stuff. But they don't promise that because the the positions that they hold are reliant on the elite, so they lower taxes and all that bullshit. Um, you know what I mean? Maybe that's the issue. And uh, the fundraiser was basically that to money to lobby uh, governments to in these uh, African countries that are rid of the famine to uh, decide on shifting that towards the uh, people that they should be supporting um, rather than uh, ones that are they taken advantage of because they're the ones maintaining their position and power um, our video works but the promise was a uh, the reason why I donated was not because I'm an angel and all that there was a PS5 and I donated $25 uh, which is equivalent to £18 plus uh, plus I believe a five pound five dollar tip, which makes it twenty pounds. Um, got me two tickets and a drum roll. You won't believe it. I lost. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course I lost. The fucking they went from like because it's like a ten minute sort of entry. Obviously the donation was carrying on throughout, but it was like a ten minute entry. And within ten minutes, they made like eighty k. They probably, they, I think, they reached a hundred. And within ten minutes, they reached eighty k. And then the other ten minutes was a RTX thirty ninety. By the way, all of them include a chessboard signed by Hikaru Nakamura as well. The other one was a thirty ninety uh, RTX thirty ninety graphics card, which is for the people who don't know the uh, nerd lingo is is thirty eighty, not thirty ninety. Is uh, a nine hundred sort of piece of hardware which is in charge of generating the graphics for video games and you can use it for editing and all that but it's a beast when it comes to f playing video games in like 4k resolution if you don't know 4k resolution then um kill yourself uh pretty much 
because I'm not 4K resolution is basically uh, for people who don't understand 4K TVs. It's basically if you have a 1080p TV, that's 10,080 pixels per inch of the screen. If it's 4K, then it's 4,000 inches per inch on the screen. So that's why it gets 4K. And obviously, if you're trying to generate 4K pixels on a game and you want consistent frames by frames per second so the amount of times the image sort of goes on and off per second uh, above uh, the eye can only see 24 they say 28 but obviously more frames the smoother the game for some whatever reason i'd never quite understood that but if you want like 60 frames on 4K, then the 3080, is the graphics card to go for playing such games. But also you need a 4K monitor as well, a decent one with like a high refresh rate. Refresh rate is how many times the monitor turns on and off as opposed to how many times the frames uh, go on and uh, uh, repeat themselves. Here's the whole, the frame is basically like the image that you see. It, I'm just explaining you. So basically the giveaway was a, a 3080 and a chessboard signed by uh, Hikaru Nakamura and you won't believe it but I only mentioned this you know, just, but I want a drum roll it as well I did not win um, <laughs> uh, I donated $5 on that one and like a like a 5% tip um, I did not win and then uh, this, uh, Hikaru lost to uh, Levon uh, who's uh, a uh, used to be number two in the world actually? Um, very powerful player. Well, Hikaru used to also be number two, which is also which also is an indicator of him being such a powerful. Player. And the fact that probably was the sleeping schedule that fucked him up. But then again, every player had to deal with that. But he was in America and uh, maybe accustomed more for European players since the number one player in the world Magnus Carlsen is does have some sort of partnership with Chess24 and they probably want him. The rules will be made for him to win but I don't think so. I don't think but but then again you look at all the other players like Maxime Vachili Lagrave the French number one and then all of this is in like European time which is much earlier than four o'clock in America. So uh, so, which means that Norway, which is the country that Magnus Carlsen would be in, it's going to be a lot different. Um, but I think it was four in the morning. Well, what's the fuck it? But you know what I mean. If it was, I was watching it at four, uh, four, and uh, I don't know my AMs and PMs. <laughs> four PM. I'm right. And um, maybe he was at 4 a.m. I don't know. 4 p.m. in the UK versus America. In the UK versus America. That doesn't make sense. Um, who cares? But yeah. So I lost both of those, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, at least I donated, despite the fact that that was my uh, initial thing. And for any views into Twitch, PogChamps 3 is going to start again, which is the sort of uh, t- sort of chess tournament between other between like non-professional chess players. Um, so that's, that's going to be fun. Um, 
XQC is going to be there. Obviously, it's fucking hilarious. So if you know XQC, he's a great Twitch streamer. I, I'm just talking alien right now. Uh, then I just started um, studying for my essay, which is a scenario whereby I have to manage the economic policy of this current government that just rose to power after an autocratic rule by a, a military dictatorship. Uh, by a military... Yeah, you know, that, does that work? Autocracy? By a military dictatorship. I don't know if it works as an autocracy. I'm sorry, I studied this shit. I paid for this shit. But I don't know my definitions. Leave me alone. So I am worked on that. Um, took like four nootropics today just to fucking get this shit. Pump it. Get that brain on a roll. Took two in the morning, two in the fucking afternoon, after dinner, and just to fucking get that rolling. Um... So that's what happened today. Um, and I also received my uh, my the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado for 2019. I received the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua. Uh, a blend by the great AJ Fernandez. I received that. I, I bought it. And then I finally got it. And uh, it didn't come in with a Boveda pack. Boveda pack is something that keeps the humidity of the cigar consistent. And if for those who don't know cigars, if a cigar isn't kept at a constant rate of between sixty-five to seventy humidity, it will uh, have it will have too much moisture and it will become unsmokable. It's like you will start smoking wet tobacco. But hopefully, but the relative humidity of the UK was seventy-six percent, so it's a bit high. So and it's been in in the post for like four days but it seemed like track 24 on the fucking postage bag so I don't know I don't know but they didn't give me a tracking number so I don't know I really don't know but yeah that's that's what happened so hopefully I'll let it acclimate for like a month uh, for those who don't know acclimate is just put it in your humidor bag for like a month and then so let it sort of acclimatize to your surroundings and your humidor um man I thought I'm fucking craving a cigar right now but I don't want to smoke any of the two I have, which is the Padron 1962, number nine, Maduro, uh, both Nicaraguan cigars, by the way. Padron is like the fucking top brand for Nicaragua. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to smoke it. I might, I might wait till the things, everything opens and I'll just smoke my father from James J. Fox, which is the oldest tobacconist in, uh, the UK. Uh, and no oldest tobacconist in the world, actually. Churchill used to buy from there and the great Oscar Wilde from, Pictures of Dorian Gray boys tobacco from there. So if you're ever in the UK, that's the place to go. And you're in love with tobacco, go to James J. Fox. Uh, they do have one in Harrods as well, but they only sell Cubans. They don't sell Nicaraguans. And uh, as far as I know, Cuban cigars are overrated. They're not overrated, but they're overpriced. They need to cheapen the fuck down. All right. They, they, the difference between, like, let's say Nicaraguan and a Cuban cigar is that most Cubans, they say consistent in taste. There's not much of a flavor shift. Uh, most of the time, uh, it's more often that you find a, a poorly constructed Cuban cigar than it is compared to like a Nicaraguan, which is interesting. Yes, Nicaraguan. That's how I say it. That's my accent, not Nicaragua. Nicaraguan. Um, so yeah, I got out and just studied uh, for like five hours on one fucking week. <laughs> Man, if you're a uni student and you're starting, please organize your fucking timetable and study program. Trust me, don't do what I do, which is flack throughout the whole fucking term and then 
within the last minute, last minutes, try and learn a whole fucking, a, a whole, a whole fucking module uh, within a matter of one week. Don't do that. It's not good. Um, I'm surviving, which is great, but no one fucking do that. Uh, <laughs> life is, uh, you know, laziness isn't something that you can afford in life and such habits do build up. I'll say that, but man, I really want to fucking see her. So that happened. I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077. For the people who are playing uh, to Cyberpunk 2077 on the PC and on console, uh, congratulations for people on console for tolerating the fucking glitchy bug that it is. And um, it's a great game. It's a fantastic game, but the problem is the bugs. But mate, this is one of my favorite games of all time. I can tolerate the bugs. I don't care. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of all time, despite the fucking bugs. Like, that's how good that game is. I've dealt buggy games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Kingdom Come Deliverance, those old games that I like, and they are buggy as hell. Uh, but also, there's this fix. If you're playing Cyberpunk 2077 on the PC, there's this thing called Easy Fix, which you, which is a sort of, uh, sort of trigger file that you launch into, that you uh, copy and paste to the uh, the directory root directory file of Cyberpunk, and then you just choose whichever settings you want. I, yeah, I put balance because my PC is a beast; it can handle like thirty frames of Cyberpunk, and then it just raises it up to like forty-five frames or something, which is great. I could put it in like shit mode or like max FPS, but uh, I like to I like to see some uh, ray tracing, which is the sort of reflection of light particles within within the game uh so that's what ray tracing is which is something that's special to uh, nvidia rtx graphics cards and i have the rtx 2070 uh the next generation was the 3080 which was aforementioned um and the 3070 and yeah yeah i'm not gonna get into that shit so yeah cyberpunk 27 great fucking game uh romanced with pan am very attractive human being um what a single guy Oh, I was talking about women. Uh, I just went on Tinder and added someone on Snapchat. And I was like, oh my God, she added me. And then uh, after two minutes, she messaged me. And then she was like, yo, I'm an escort. I'm selling my premium package. Uh, like, I was so excited. Someone added me and then they're messaging me. Oh my God. And then I swiped it. Ugh, fucking hell. Honestly, that's the second time I've been fooled by an escort. But it lowers your self-esteem. Like, the one time where... It, kind of works out it's a fucking escort I'm like come on um yeah that's that's just what happened um probably all we have just been studying and dealing with the loss of an uncle but yeah i'm in i'm in a more positive place uh thank you for the people who worried um and, and uh yeah that's pretty much it uh guys this has been the uh 27th I've lost count 27th episode of the IMO podcast thank you so much for listening I've been your host Yusuf Musa uh, I love you all and I hope you guys have a nice week stay safe have your vitamin D your zinc your vitamin C uh, yes vitamin and vitamin yes I just said both um, and uh, make sure you take more of your vitamins bye bye love you all and sayonara <laughs>